you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 75, VHS and Ladybirds. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Dear listeners, dear patrons. Very dear patrons. Oh my goodness. You will know if you're a subscriber or you follow us on Twitter and you will have got our special birthday Patreon episode that in the last two weeks we have launched a Patreon which allows us to not pay for jingles and sound effects. It gives us money to pay for what we do. And when we recorded that four minute episode and I was listening to it back, you could hear, I think especially me, very awkward in saying that our work was worth Hello. money. Please, please, we're so please sorry. Like us. Please, please, sorry. Now I accept, sorry. you know, effort, time, excellent produce of podcasting is worth something. Hey, we should start doing that then. Yes. Uh, minutes i spend editing these shows minutes (laughs) so thank you so much to our wonderful patrons if you haven't become a patron patreon patron that sounds like a robot patronized us yet if you haven't patronized us yet you can come aboard at any time patreon.com forward slash rosie and jessica and you can subscribe from as little as 86 pence a month which is pretty good it that's for british people it's done in dollars but a dollar donation is is 86p and i think we are definitely worth 86p a month i'm not trying to brag but uh, uh, between the two of us that's 43p Mm-mm-mm. i think i could stretch to that tasty dollar well just literally a dollar in that case so thank you so much to our incredible patrons we are beginning work on getting your rewards and things out so we will be designing badges shortly i have two weeks left of term well, I have eight days left of term, so we'll probably start in probably nine days' after time. after that, yeah, probably. Well, that's done. And we will get recording our special secret episodes for our $10 Founding Father level patrons uh, this month, I think. Yeah, cool. I don't get a day off this week, so the, the whole two weeks thing works for me. No money has gone out yet, so, you know, people might cancel everything. We're not going to do any work till we get any money in. That's fair. Yeah, that works for me. Does that that sound mercenary? No, I think that sounds correct. But thank you so much to the wonderful people who have patronised us, shared about it, said lovely things. Especially thank you to our brilliant friends at Two Bossy Danes for their amazing bit in their newsletter. They represented us getting paid for work with Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Yes. It's definitely what I think about every time I do work. Take that, Hitler! It's probably more effective than locking him in a cupboard. Shut up, Hitler! That's mainly what's happened in the last two weeks, is that you have been excellent. Not you, Jessica. Oh. You've been fine. Great. Thank you, lovely, lovely listeners. Thank you so much. Especially thank you, considering that my cable company cut off all of my internet with no warning for two days. Yeah, that was not ideal. So I had to launch it all tethered to my phone, but my phone gets very poor reception in my house, so I had to do it in the bathroom. (laughs) Thank goodness I had got it all uploaded and ready to go the day before. Because part of me was like, well, I could just edit it and upload it the next day. It's only four minutes. No, don't do that. Oh my God, if I had done that, I would have just cancelled the whole thing. I would have deleted the website, but I wouldn't have been able to because we wouldn't be able to get online. Within hours of launching our Patreon, I took the money and fled the country. By which I mean I went to Wales for a weekend. Did you have a lovely, lovely time? I had an amazing time, Jessica. Were you staying on a houseboat or did you just happen to be on a houseboat when you took that picture? I just happened to be on a houseboat when I took that picture. Right, that makes more sense to me. My dear, dear friend Mavis, who long-term listeners will will know by name, 
because I've definitely mentioned it before. We went up to Wales with her mum, and it was lovely. And we drove up, we got stuck behind a salt spreader, and then we got past the salt spreader, and then we ended up in another traffic jam. And I said, what is this, the vinegar spreader? And felt like the king of comedy. (laughs) That wasn't the highlight of the weekend, but I think it was worth repeating. And in this scenario, what, what was the chips? The road? Yeah. A road of chips. A road of chips. I mean, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny, sure. Uh-huh. So we were in Abergavenny in Wales, which is amazing. This is a place I've talked about before on the podcast because we discussed at length their excellent cake selection because they're very high quality, but not yes, your usual. Did. You don't get your lemon sponges, your Victorias, your coffee and walnut. They had pear and green tea. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I didn't have that one. I had peanut butter brownie. That sounds amazing. And I can't remember. Pe- pecan and... It was a pecan and carrot... I had an amazing brownie with nuts in it. Pecan pie. It's too much pepper on my paprikash. And a vanilla and blueberry tea. You know how a lot of times a flavoured tea smells great and tastes Smells like... great, tastes of nothing. Yeah. Nope. Tastes like dishwater. Tasted of the smell. That is... That's satisfying. If Subway's slogan was tasted of the smell, that would be great. Their product would yeah. be quality. They, they don't, I seem to remember. I did a lot of knitting. I took a lot of naps. And then on the Sunday, we went on a houseboat for tea, which Lovely. is a houseboat they have access to. It's 19 foot long. It is tiny. Ah, adorable. It is super adorable. And couldn't go very far because a tree had fallen across the canal. But Not we did ideal. poodle along. But you did actually you did actually move on the houseboat. That's yes, nice. we did actually move on it. We set up the wood-burning stove, and I was in charge of the wood-burning stove. And at one point, I kind of nearly let it go out because I was knitting too hard. Did you just light more matches? <laughs> no. Alison described me as like a tricotures, which are the women who used to sit and knit at the bottom of the guillotine. Or like Nero fiddling while Rome burned, except the other way around. You knitted while nothing burned. <laughs> uh, but it didn't go out. And then I stuck another log on and it was declared the saviour. And then we warmed up some focaccia, which we had brought with us. That sounds lovely. It was a really great weekend. I kind of want to move. I want to go somewhere small where no one knows me. I want to go back to the beginning. I want to be a baby. Burn off my skin tags. I'm sorry, I just I've descended that from something lovely and cake and knitted fire boat related into just a, a man farting on television. Yeah, I do apologise. That's kind of what I've been up to. Bit of school, a lot of knitting, bit of whales, lovely patrons. What have I done? Well, on Sunday night we're nearing the end of our yearly contract at work, so some people are leaving and every year we have a little award ceremony for everyone who's leaving and we kind of do a look back over the year and one of my colleagues hosts this evening and he makes videos and puts loads and loads of work into it it's a really good evening so that was lovely what award did you get well i'm not leaving so i didn't get one you only get one if you're going i presume that they're funny awards specifically for those people they are yes they're they're tailored it's not just like a yearbook award like most likely to succeed best hair or whatever i got most likely to go to hollywood oh how's that panning out for you shut your mouth (laughs) what did we have i can only picture best hair from arrested development where there's a picture yes yep that is exactly what i was thinking of yes that was a very delightful evening and also we went to see guys and dolls last week yes we did thanks to southeastern rail i missed the beginning of it but that's a different story for a different time slash a claims form don't slash the claims form then you won't anyway so delayed oh god transport anyway i love the beginning Let's move on. 
the show itself was Guys really and fun. Dolls was great. Uh, we've both seen it before. So as uh, the lady who worked front of house who showed me to my seat said, "You've you, the show has started, but the first act's really long, so you're you're probably fine to be honest." Um, and I said, it's, "I know, I've seen it before. I know the story." So she's like, "Oh, you'll, yes, no problem then." So I knew what was going on. I was confused. Do they always put? I mean, presumably they have to put the interval there. That's where the show is. But I felt like yeah, they always have the interval there. Felt very uneven. The first act is often the longer one. I guess it's just a logical place to break up the... I don't know. I'd have moved it so the interval was before the stuff in Havana. Yeah. Ended act one on Guys and Dolls, the song, and then opened in Havana. Then they opened in Venice. And then in Verona! Don't give me an opportunity to sing, Jessica. <laughs> um, it had uh, Sophie Thompson in it as Miss Adelaide and David Haig as Nathan Detroit and Jamie Parker from History Boys, who was Sky Masterson. And I'm currently forgetting the name of the actress who played Sarah Brown, Siobhan somebody, um, but she was very good. Jamie Parker. Very good. Maybe it's because from where we were sitting, just quite far away, in those suits, he did have a touch of the Hiddlestons. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. Lovely singing voice. I've never seen a play without falling in love with one member of the cast. Every play, my brain is like, which one? Who is it today? Who will be mine? You, you'll do. Yes, I thought he was very good. And I made it about 10 minutes into Act 2 before I thought about the Family of Fountains, which we've uh, mentioned on the podcast before, but we'll put a link to in the show notes just because it's worth watching again. The cast of the History Boys mucking around. It's the boys will be some absolutely disgusting piece of improvisation. And Francis Delatour joining in. It will make no sense. I'm really sorry. But we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, so that was very nice. And then afterwards, we went to Mildred's for supper. What a place. Which is a vegetarian slash vegan restaurant on Lexington Street in Soho. London's fashionable West End. Oh, and we got a cap there from the Savoy. Wasn't that exciting? I thought Mildred's was excellent. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, what did you have for You had a burger. I, I had a halloumi burger, burger um, which had too much flavour for me, made my nose run. And then for pudding, I had a vegan eaten mess, which was very nice, but I'd had an eaten mess ice cream at the interval, and the coconut cream it was too much for me. Right. It's a very rich flavour, and I was very full. It can be slightly overpowering, the flavour of coconut. Mm. Um, I had a Polish burger, which was a kind of beetroot and white bean burger patty with sauerkraut and pickle like gherkins and that was delicious and sweet potato fries with (gasps) basil mayo which was delicious and then i also had a raspberry meringue for pudding what did we do four years ago when people didn't serve sweet potato fries we just had normal potatoes life must have just been rubbish it must have been like when everything was in black and white yes or when jeff's arm fell off things were dark then sweet potato fries came along then they invented sweet potato fries. It speaks to our interests that we've spent as much time talking about the meal as we have the show. Yeah, true. Oh, my other week was the fact that I have been, because it's nearing the end of the contract at work, I've been doing not exactly my usual job. So I've been sitting upstairs um, doing a lot of sewing, basically in a room by myself. So I've really cracked on with Pretty Little Liars. It's going quite well. Oh my God. Season four is uh, underway now. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. Oh. There was already weirdness to it. It's taken a turn. But I, I just, it's, it feels like a slightly different show. You know, like um, Once Upon a Time, which incidentally is back on Netflix, it feels like a different show now than it did at the beginning. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just if you watch the first episodes, it's just not exactly a different tone. Yeah. Not, maybe, maybe a different tone. Maybe that's what it is. What I'm saying is season one and two of Once Upon a Time are superior than the garbage. I'm, I love it. I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, did you know who's playing Hades in Once Upon a Time, Jessica? 
No, I didn't. Is it is it worth waiting to see until he turns up? Yeah, no. actually, probably. Yeah, for okay. you. Is it Bill Hader? What would Bill Hader be doing on Once Upon a Time? <laughs> Can you eat what? How low has that man's career sunk? <laughs> I know it's only because he turned up as the uh, the interim captain at. Uh... Well, he wasn't the interim captain, he was the new captain, then he died in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, that was so weird. I mean, I love both Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I love Bill Hader, but what were they playing at in that episode? We'll get Bill Hader in, he'll play a completely insane character and he'll die. Because at first I was like, oh, I wish I didn't know it was Bill Hader because that would be way more fun because it had been set up as a surprise at the end of season two. And then it really didn't matter at all because it was such a like one episode wonder. Song? My song. I have a feeling I've had this before. Oh, I should have looked that up. Do you love me by the contours? Have I had that before? Does that sound familiar? <sighs> Just have it. I'm going to have Do You Love Me by the contours. Cool. 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 Yeah, that sounds good. It is. It's a very good song. You should listen to it. I have on more than one occasion. Patron of the week. This week's patron of the week is Mr. Jonathan Carr. Sharing his initials with both Jesus Christ and Jeremy Corbyn, Jonathan Carr ranks up there with the best. He is a man who can bake bread and direct plays, some say, even at the same time. As strong as the mighty oak, he can kill a swan with his bare hands, but has chosen never to do so. If you too would like to receive custom praise, you can do so by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Patron of the week! Top five! Top five! Animated films! Yes! Can't believe we haven't done it before. No, me neither. But we haven't. I'm pretty sure. So it's an odd-numbered week, so I guess it's my turn to go first. Any bets? Um, Definitely one. Okay. Oh, two. I think two. I think one. This is just a fun mm. game. There are no stakes. Yeah. Apart from all this beef I've got. I really love the concept of a meat raffle. Yeah, do people still do meat raffles? I think so. Definitely one, possibly two. Okay. Right, so my first one is actually two that are tied. I couldn't separate, so I've just put them in together because they both kind of fall under the same category. And that's The Little Mermaid and Tangled. So they're both okay. Disney princess Disney ones. princess films. Yeah. Because um, The Little Mermaid, which is 1989, was my favourite Disney film for a very, very, very long time. But I really like Tangled, especially from an animation point of view and all the lanterns float about and like her hair's all floaty. And I think it would be... It looks really nice. Yes. Have you ever seen the concept art they did when it was going to be a 2D film? And it's all based on that painting the swing and it's beautiful and ha- watercolour Yes, I have, yes. In fact, one of my friends has a 3D television and she has mentioned that it is amazing when you watch the that bit because the lanterns do float out. Okay. So at some point I'm going to invite myself to her house and uh, make her let me watch Tangled. She has also mentioned that this is a thing that might happen, so that's cool. So I think we're all just going to descend on her living room. I, uh, how many pairs of glasses have you got? Great, you don't get one. So that's what's going to happen. Um, also, they both have lovely, lovely songs to sing along to. Or just, like, shout when you're, like, driving along in the car. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? That kind of stuff. Dinkle nope. hopper. Yeah, it also gives you advice for life, like hair care tips, um, other hair care tips. How to escape abusive maternal relationships. Yep. Um, how to escape sharks. Flynn Rider. There you go. Stubborn horses. You love a stubborn horse. Sad King. Just could do number two. I'm too sad about Sad King. Sad King is no longer sad. Uh, also, alternative uses for household objects. Forks can be used as hairbrushes, frying pans, excellent weapons. Number two. Uh, this is probably not going to help in this sad stakes. Up! <coughs> but it's lovely because then because then he, she didn't have an adventure, but it turned out he was her adventure. So she had an adventure anyway. Even Russell's she's dead. dad is so mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
why are you laughing at Russell's dad? Because uh, your face is done like a weird crush thing into your neck and it's like really weird. You, I've been watching a lot of New Girl recently and you look like fresh fit. <laughs> yeah, like that. I love Up. Yeah, Up is, is great. It's great. You can just watch the first 11 minutes and it's like an epic romance for our times. Well, you can start after that happens. Or you can start after that happens. And Do just I need to tell the story, story about me eating my own tears again? No, no, you don't. You hate stew. You tried into the stew. You ate the stew. Yeah, stew. Right, number three. Moving on very, very quickly. <laughs> the Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yes. It's really funny. What a film. My favourite bit is when they are trying to catch the rabbit. So they make a giant fake lady rabbit to go on the top of the van. And then Gromit has to control it. And then... It, they nearly crash into a bridge, so the giant rabbit is doing grommet, pointing out that they're about to crash into a bridge. I love it. And the bunnies in it are so cute. Yeah, they are adorable. Jeez. Uh, number four, Ratatouille. It's got lovely food in it, and it makes me hungry when I watch it. Maybe you should always watch it with a snack, but not a snack like a proper meal. Maybe if you ate stew while you watched that, then that would be good. <laughs> Crying stew. Um, And Beautiful Vistas of Paris, and comedy and Janine Garofalo. Yes. This this list has a lot of arrows on it. It's making it very hard to read. I have more honourable mentions than I have ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Because you watch it and think there is something slightly off about this film and I can't work out what it is. And then as soon as you realise it, it becomes fine. And that is, it is basically a Wes Anderson film, but with puppets. Well, with stop motion animated animals. Yes. And at that point, it makes complete sense, and you can just sit back and enjoy it. Number one. Number one. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. As long-time listeners will know, if it is on film four, which it is very regularly, I cannot not watch it. I own it on DVD. Yep. But if it is on television, I have to sit and watch at least some of it. Usually... Like like Back to the Future or Miss Congeniality. ITV2, thank you. Usually to the bit with uh, That's Just Lazy Songwriting, You Wrote a Bad Song, Petey. I love Fantasy Mr. Fox. I love the fact that they say cuss instead of any swears. The cuss yep. I am. <laughs> I just think it's great. And the soundtrack is incredible. It's got a very good soundtrack. A high, high quality soundtrack. Ding, 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 ding. Except for Petey's song, obviously. That's that's just weak songwriting. That is just weak songwriting. Number two. Number two. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. So Rat has my documents. I love Ratatouille. It makes me very nostalgic for the childhood of France I never had. There's an amazing extra on the DVD where they show you how they light each scene. And you think, oh, this is perfect. And then they just get these beautiful streams of golden light. You're like, I couldn't even think that it would get better. But it has. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Moi. And it's really funny. And it's about a cute rodent. It's a running theme, actually. Number Following three. his dream. Number three. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. I can't believe we've had wow. three crossovers. Wow. I thought we weren't going to have any. And, and we haven't even crossed over on one of the ones I thought. Yeah, I love Wallace and Gromit. I love claymation. It saddens me that the American studio wouldn't let them call it what they wanted to, which was Wallace and Gromit and the Great Vegetable Plot. Yeah, that is strong pun work. I mean, that is a film that if it's on, you're like, oh, this film is just great. Ray Fiennes, Hell in the Bottom Carter, with a big carrot hairdo. Massive teeth. I really like it very much. Number four, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, my greyhounds. I rewatched it for the first time about ten years earlier this year or late last year at some point in recent history and it really stands up and often I mean most of the times I watched it before that 10 year gap I would watch the first half watch the songs watch the cute bit but not really get to the end mainly because I got really upset at the end the first time I saw it cried quite a lot at my 13th birthday party 
yeah, all of you just arrived home from the cinema, like really traumatized. Like, what what did you go and see? Like, she gets separated and put in a glass Lilo and, pod. Lilo and Stitch. It's a Disney film. Can like, Stitch oh. say goodbye to your friends? Just all of you looking like you'd really lived through something. No, it was a lovely uh, film and then about we had Hawaiian cake. aliens. Desserts! This is your badness level. Ah, I've got a disease! Lilo and Stitch, what a film. The beautiful hand-painted backgrounds, and they really did not get on well with the director, they being the studio, because he had his lovely own style, and they're not all stick thin. And as we've said before on this f- f- podcast, <laughs> forgot that word, this is the best Disney film about sisters. However much yes, I love Frozen. it is. And Nani's waist is bigger than her eyes. Number five. Number five. Shouldn't have ended on this one. Whisper of the Heart. Jessica doesn't... Nothing. I was trying to think of a joke. I really... I was just going to think of a song. Well, it's a Studio Ghibli film. Whisper of the Heart. And obviously there are much more famous Studio Ghibli ones. But last summer I watched all of them except one. Because my recording of Princess Mononoke didn't record. And I now have it recorded. But I haven't watched it yet. But I've seen every single Studio Ghibli film except one of the best. <laughs> the, the the most well known yeah pretty much and I love you know I love Totoro I love Kiki's I love Ponyo I love Arietti I love from Up and Poppy Hill that's my honourable mention so Ghibli done but Whisper of the Heart I wasn't expecting to like at all but Whisper of the Heart is a lot like Moonrise Kingdom because it's a beautiful chaste adolescent romance ah that's nice and I wasn't expecting it and I thought it was just completely adorable and From Up and Poppy Hill is very similar except From Up and Poppy Hill has a subplot where the adolescent chased couple think they might be brother and sister at one point oh okay oh. yeah so <laughs> whisper of the heart it's a really so, lovely so one so there's that <laughs> so there's that they're not so it's fine but yeah whisper of the heart is um lovely and really it's just a really lovely film and it's kind of like um a studio ghibli moonrise kingdom if i can recommend awesome. that oh my god there's a ladybird in my tea oh uh, what the f- cuss what the cuss <laughs> Yeah, you can't drink that now. Oh, cussing crap spray. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Is it dead? No. It's just having a swim. It's on his back. He's drinking tea. Oh, I see how that would be more upsetting. What? This house is infested with cussing ladybirds. And like they crawl across my face. That's fine. <laughs> but you can't go in my beverages. Uh-huh. Uh, what do we should put those sounds that you're currently making as just a lovely podcast DVD extra? Oh, God. <laughs> Country file. <laughs> Honourable mentions. Honourable mentions. Totoro, Kiki's, Ponyo, Arietti from Up on Poppy Hill. Um, well, Lilo and Stitch, which, to be honest, I've just written in now because you said it. So that's definitely... But I wanted to do, let everyone know that I also considered it worthy of mentioning honourably. Oh, I mean, I definitely don't rate these all the same, but Basil the Great Mouse Detective, right? But uh, the only time I've watched it, I was on Pro Plus. Don't do that. That day is why I'm no longer allowed to take Pro Plus. Unnatural and upsetting. That's the phrase. Yep. Monsters Inc. Arthur Christmas. Oh, yep. Nearly put that. Didn't. Don't know why. Arthur Christmas. Agreed. Frozen. Tangled and Frozen. Good choice. Good choice. Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Who wrote this list? This is weird. Actually, I've got Aladdin and Chicken Run. I love Aladdin. Also Aladdin. I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. The Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists. Ham Night! Yes, I love that film. What a uh, great film. Also Ardman. Or as the Americans call it, Pirates Band of Misfits, because apparently they can't deal with whimsy. I love America. <laughs> God bless you all. You make up an overwhelming proportion of our patrons and listeners. Especially the Bostonian librarian uh, category. Toy Story 2. 
Not Toy Story 1, no. Toy Story 2. Sean the Sheep. He's Sean the Sheep. He's Sean the Sheep. Mainly because of the sheep who wears Timmy as a Sean the Sheep backpack. Ah, oh, Sean the Sheep backpacks. They were such a thing. They were. God, I love the 90s. Inside Out. Our bed's uncontrollable Christmas. Yes, I nearly put that down. I know it's not a film, but not I watched f- yeah, it yesterday. Yeah, I did think about it. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll watch more Community. And then I was like, oh, which episode's this one? And it opens with Stop Motion Dean. I was like, okay, we're watching this then, aren't we? <laughs> yep, we're in. It's happening. I think I'm done. I think I've run out. The Rescuers. Don't sing. Uh, I'll cry forever. Okay. Mulan. Strong. A Bug's Life. Monsters, Inc. Yep. Wally. Inside yep. Out. Yep. Those are my Pixar corner. And then, right, two odd ones, but I may have read the entire Wikipedia lists of animated films, which from the late 70s onwards are done by year. It takes forever, and it turns out a lot of films no one cares about. Um, But the early 90s reminded me, which is when I was going to see animated films in the cinema, the Rugrats movies were great fun. Dill Pickles. But then there is also the bit where Chucky doesn't have anyone to dance with because they're all dancing with their mums. But that film ends happily. But I'm just, you know, adding it into your list of, of tear-jerking animation. And The Road to El Dorado. Ship! That's a good film. Yes, and this made me have strong flashbacks to, ladies and gentlemen, come back into the late 90s slash very early 90s. We are in North London, and here is Vidbiz, our local VHS rental store. Oh my god, I love Vidbiz. And it had the little corner in the corner, which was the children's bit. The ki- yeah, the kids' And section. they had a little TV screen built into the wall. I-, I remember sometimes standing around and watching bits of films. I'm pretty sure I watched a bit of Richie Rich on that screen. God, I have such strong a memory. Like, that shop more than any other. And it had a particular smell. Yes. It was a bad smell. It just... Well, I think because they sold like popcorn, Vidbiz. maybe. Yeah, and also it smelled like hot VHS. Mmm... Just of things being constantly rewound. I have one more. I'm really enjoying this memory. Is it really sunlit in your mind? Yeah, kind of. It's and it's late, Saturday about five. It's late Saturday afternoon. We're getting our film for our Saturday evening. That's where we first rented Hercules from. And Jason the Pussycats. And Jason the Pussycats. Legally Blonde. We never got Rocky and Bullwinkle. I stand by that decision. Right, so you went in and if you turned left and left again into basically the window alcove and there were the new releases... Yep. Center thing at the back, which was quite closed off, which is where the counter, and then back left corner is the children's section. From the door, it was the back right corner for the children's section. I apologize. I don't know my left and right. Um, and I have one more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but it's that Easter one with <laughs> rabbits where they have all the jobs to make Easter. So they're kind of basically they're the Easter bunnies, and some of them leave the eggs, and some of them paint the eggs, and, some, and one of them has the job of. Painting Brussels sprouts green and making sure the worms are awake. Like, that's his job and he, hates, and he hates his life. <laughs> yeah, that's an early 90s memory. I'm going to try and find out what that's called and we will put it in the show notes. I have a really strong urge to have been this age in the early 90s and my job to have been working in a VHS shop. Maybe I could have been a teenager and grown up in the Midwest. It's a, a, a fantasy of mine, but quite difficult to achieve. Although I did realise that if I spent tricky, my life working tricky. in a VHS rental store... That I would, that's Quentin Tarantino's life, and I don't know if I want that. I don't care that much about <laughs> yeah. feet. Or it's um, Be Kind Rewind, which is more than acceptable. Or it's Empire Records or something, but with videos. My song is called Give and Receive, and it's by the Smoke Fairies. I've never heard of either of those things, but it sounds good. It sounds interesting. It sounds like a Spotify Discover Weekly discovery. Oh, Ladybirds. <sighs> Snacks. Oh. Mini eggs. Oh, good choice. Well, Miss. Lucy, friend of the show, came over and she brought 
Easter themed cupcakes, but they only had one Sainsbury's knockoff mini egg on the top, so she bought a packet of mini eggs. Well done. Yeah, that's that's tremendous work. Mm-hmm. Party rings because they are now vegan. Great. Need Lamford. Need Lamford. I made and finished Totoro mittens in like three days. Good work. That's really impressive. Thanks. Got into knitting Fair Isle. Yeah, I'm mildly happy with them. I still need to work out like not bunching and getting my floats and then yeah not not gathering don't don't yeah. pull too tight yeah How, do you have any oh you've just been working i have not done any knitting because i haven't really had any spare time um i have been doing a lot of sewing but it's been work related so that's not very interesting because it's all velcro but i have done quite a lot of cooking because i have had no time so i did batch cooking i got some of those plastic takeaway boxes from Wilco, which is a shop that I love. And I filled them all up and some went in the fridge and some went in the freezer and I just cooked up loads of different things. I made like different variations of combinations of foods and different meals and stuff. So I've had leek and mashed potatoes and mashed swede and various different veg and mac and cheese. And uh, I made a chickpea and tomato stew thing with smoked garlic and I put marmite in it. It's delicious. Or yellow bovra, as we call it at work, because my colleague's niece is too little to kind of work out the words for things but she knows that bovril comes in the same kind of job as a red top so with the yellow top it's yellow bovril and i got some amazing new knives the other day kitchen knives kitchen knives they chop through things like you would not believe i got one of those sundoku knives which is like a small meat cleaver and it's got sort of divots along the blade it cuts through potatoes like as if they're already cooked and they've been in the fridge for maybe a day or two and you know where they've they've lost their excess moisture and gone maybe a bit waxy and it just slides through just slides through i never knew that chopping swede wasn't supposed to be really really hard work i should get better knives i've also made bunny slippers oh i bought bunny slippers the other day but i'm felting them i'm not gonna do that and they haven't felted down quite small enough so i don't know whether i have to keep felting like one of them is entirely felted but still a bit big i don't know whether i need to keep felting or it's because i was on the cusp of a size and i went up a size i should have just well no i was on the... I, I did the right size but it, it's it's like uh, on a scale and i'm at the bottom end of that size scale right. but not right. near the top end of the other one could you knit a chunky lining for them? I could knit a chunky lining, or because they're felted and the way they're constructed, I could chop down the heel, down the back, yes, which is where they're sewn up, stitch it up, and stitch it up, and then refelt that, because yeah, that would all felt together, and you wouldn't notice, I reckon. Yeah, I think you have a number of number of options. For yeah, that dilemma. I don't know whether if I just keep felting, it might get smaller still, or at that, it's just going to be an annoyance. Or felt it and then put it in the washing machine quickly. Uh, yeah, since you could so you just shrink it. felt them and then um, maybe just hot wash them a bit. Yeah. So that's a little annoying because I could have knitted them a size smaller and then I wouldn't have this dilemma. But it's better to be too big than too small because too big you have options, too small, tricky. Mm. I've got a lot of projects on the go and I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. You know this is a hobby, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Well? Finish some of the... Don't cast or anything new? Yes, no more whips. Just um, plod on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I shouldn't cast on the hat today then. Probably not, no. Unless you really want to. Do you have the needles for it? I have everything for it. But I have lots of things that need fixing and I feel I should fix those. Like okay. I have to rip out some socks a bit. Maybe I should do that. Yes, it's turned dark. But hops a lot. It's really cute. I just need to deal with some things. What have we seen this week? What have we seen this week? Very little. Yeah, very little. I can't really think of very much at all. Except Agent Carter is the greatest television program I have ever seen. And it's really likely to get cancelled. Yeah, it is. And this makes me so sad because this week, 
DC's Legends of Tomorrow started on British television. I watched it because the love of my life is in it. <laughs> he doesn't know that. Arthur Darville is in it, and he's not very good in it because he's really badly miscast. Because his oh, that's a like, shame. He's a time master who steals a time master's ship to go and interfere with time, aka Doctor Who. So clearly, yes. somebody was like, "Oh my god, we could get a guy from Doctor Who," but he shouldn't really be playing that part because he's it's just not his kind of part. And there are so many characters, and some of them are incredibly tedious. Most of them are incredibly tedious. And I kind of want to watch it because I love Arthur, and Brandon Ruth is in it, and he's great. He was very good in Chuck. Every time he has a line, you're like, that's a movie star I see there. He's great. Quick question. Does he have vegan powers? No, but he does have a suit that shrinks him to the size of an atom. So he's Ant-Man? No, he's the Atom. No, 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 no. The Time Masters, not Time Lords. So it's a little annoying that this has got this huge fanfare and Agent Carter, which is incredible and hilarious and um, brilliant. And I love Peggy more than anything. And Jarvis. And at one point, Jarvis accidentally gets tranked and he says, Jarvis! Just as he falls over. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's the greatest show on earth and they're all dressed wonderfully. Agent Carter, that's what I've been watching. So if everyone could just go out and just become really supportive of it so that it gets renewed. Shall we start a letter writing campaign? I can't be asked. Do people still do letter writing campaigns? I don't know. I think people just tweet. Probably they just tweet. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for being patronising. Oh, ladybirds! (laughs) Bye. Bye! To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at The Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening. Give me some rope, buy me a dream. Give me the hope to, to run out of steam. Somebody said we could be here. We could be roped up, tied up, dead in a year. I can't count the reasons I should stay here.